Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. Yes. Roger, Roger. <laughs> Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. Can you see through that thing, Charlie? Um, I can, yes. What? It's fogging up like you'd never believe, but we're managing. Do they have built-in <laughs> fans, maybe? A lot of cosplayers do put fans in their helmets because you would just you you'd die of heat exhaustion. Did you could put a ceiling fan in that one? You actually could. <laughs> For the people who can't see this, imagine a Funko Pop and you're getting pretty close. Oh, yeah. You just kind of like bobble your head. <laughs> we should make a figure of this. Uh, three, oh, there's the finger. <laughs> yes. We should do a, a, three, a, a 3D print of Charlie wearing the clone uh, trooper helmet here. Yes. As a, as a Funko or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We could probably pull that off. Okay, all right, let's do it. Communications disruption can mean only one thing: invasion. For the Republic. Frequency one one three eight is all clear and clanker free. This is Clone Army Radio. Execute Order sixty six. Could soldiers follow orders? I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Begun. The Clone War has. I found them. Repeat, I found them. Cloners. Now this is progress. We're doomed. What is up, Clone Army? Welcome back to the best accidental Star Wars podcast this side of the galaxy. I already forgot the intro. We've been gone so long. We're just simple clones making our way, like a father before us. I was waiting for the helmet to roll off when you did the nod. <laughs> right. You sweat my hair. Oh my Ew. god, your hair was already like sweating. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, welcome back, everybody, to Hello. Clone Army Radio. And uh, we got the full crew, John, Leto, and Charlie. Charlie and Lito. I can't remember how I worded that one before. But yeah, we're back. It's been, I think, almost a month. Oh my goodness. A whole, like, month off. I think so. Which, in all honesty, I'm just going to be real. I needed it, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, we've been going hardcore for a long time, and I don't think I've taken much of a break at all since we started this podcast. No. So. <laughs> no, you guys have been going hardcore. You're going lightcore. Yeah. <laughs> But you were going hardcore up until recent. So. Right. But I think, no, I think it was good for us to get a little bit of a break. Plus, we've been covering a lot of Star Wars shows and, I don't know, summertime. We got family activities <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Birthdays and mm-hmm. holidays and everything else. So, plus, I think people kind of tend to take a break listening to all yeah, podcasts. Yeah, you guys so. don't need to be codependent. It's fine. You can cope without us. It's It's all right. But we are here. We are back. This is episode 120, I believe. And um, we've got a few things. We are bringing back trivia. So stick around for the end of the episode. I'm so excited. Yeah. Charlie's going to destroy us with this stuff. Yeah, she's a she's a I don't know where she gets her trivia from, but it's it's like hard. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. So no half measures here, I'm afraid, lads. No half measures. (laughs) I mean, like, the ones we used to do were kind of challenging. You know, some easy ones here and there, but 
But ever since Charlie's been around, it's like, yep, we're screwed. But it's okay because we're going to learn. <laughs> it's all about the learning. We're at the Padawan level of trivia. Yeah. So it's funny, though, because we've had a couple of people that have been listening for quite a while now mentioned here and there in, in uh, private messages and stuff. Where's trivia been? You know, we miss trivia. And I'm like, yeah, we should probably do it again. And it's then back. Charlie. It's back. It's back. It's back. It's back. I'm so I'm so hyped. <laughs> well, Charlie, yeah, you I mean, you messaged us like, can we can we please do trivia? And I'm like, well, I guess trivia it's, back, please. it's meant to be so. Stick around towards the end. Yeah. Stick around. And in the middle, beginning, um, we're gonna we're gonna talk, not stalk. That's creepy. We're gonna talk. <laughs> we're gonna stalk Tar Wars Outlaws. How's that sound? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Star Wars Outlaws video game, open world, Ubisoft. Uh, we're gonna get into all of that, and then we are going to throw the mic over to charlie to talk pride month we are because there ain't much but there is some queer representation in star wars and as it is pride month is coming to a close so i thought i wanted to squeeze it in just before just before the month shifts absolutely so uh anything before we jump into outlaws or are you guys ready for all this yeah one thing um yeah. So this little break we had, I, I had to do a lot of uh, yard work, and um, <laughs> I took the time and I listened to the those radio dramas that came out in NPR. I'm not sure when they came out, maybe in the 80s, but I listened to um, uh, what do you call it, the uh, Hope, the New Hope, and the end. I got through the Empire Strikes Back, and um, I'm almost done with the Return of the Jedi. But mm-hmm. like, I just want to say, if anybody's got like a few extra hours, it's almost like an audiobook. It's really great to like get the stories uh, kind of like retold with, uh, you know, some different actors, but like they do the same characters, but like different voices, different actors, they nail it. Everybody nails it. Even the, the actors, I don't know. Uh, Mark Hamill does some of them, you know, and then um, C-3PO's voice is the same too, but uh, it's cool. It, it was just like a lot of fun. It, it, it sound effects are like right on point music. Nice. Everything is like awesome, and then I think they're on YouTube, and uh, um, it was just great to have them going out, you know, going in the background. While I was doing something, and I, like I said, I never knew those things existed, and I think they're great. You know, and they should yeah. talking about them for ages. So it's yeah. so nice to hear that you've actually had a chance to sit down <laughs> and listen to them and enjoy them. That makes me really happy. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was fun listening to them. And you listen to all three. You said. Most of uh, most of all three, yeah. I'm almost. I okay. mean, I think they just got to Endor, uh, the Moon of Endor. Um, you know, and then there's, you know, what there's extra scenes and stuff mm-hmm. that they put in there, like in like a New Hope, like uh, before um, uh, Luke becomes like, uh, you know, made an X-wing pilot. He's got to do a flight simulator uh, with nice. Biggs. Yeah. Nice. So that was a cool scene, you know, and then. Um, he's got to pass a flight simulator test and, uh, apparently he gets killed twice. So <laughs> he didn't do so bad. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Shit. That's better than I'd have done. Yeah. And then there was also like a little mini subplot to, for Tarkin to take over as the emperor. Like he had this like a uh, guy who, uh, like a general or something on a ship that, um, was like trying to like, Hey, you know, you should 
take over everything because you're pretty much you're capable. They gave you the Death Star. You know what do you think? He's like, oh yeah, I'll give it some thought. Let's go fight these rebels and we'll see what happens after this battle. <laughs> nice. That was a pretty cool like little extra scene. But everybody should check them out. Let me know what they think. I actually did just finish. It's the Thrawn duology books, the uh, expanded universe, uh, which were really good. So I've been kind of thinking of what I want to listen to next. Maybe I'll give those a whirl so we could talk about them at some point on the right. pod. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I know, like Charlie said, you've been you've been talking about those for a while now. So it's cool that you got a chance to check them out. I did. Yeah. So I just want to sneak that in there. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. That's cool. I will say that before we get started, that I finally beat Jedi Survivor. I won't oh, spoil yeah. anything. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, I think, Lito, while you're out of town, Charlie and I are going to do a review episode on the oh, game. Oh, okay. Just so we're not spoiling anything for you, um, since you probably still haven't played it, have you? I No, I played it. Um, I don't know what I can say. Have you finished I, it? No, of course not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, okay, you can pretty finished, much right. say anything i would think oh I, well i got past it. the first level i guess is there is that levels or off the first planet oh, like a planet so you move yeah. Planet. yeah i got off a of course and then okay. i don't know what happens after that but nice. okay cool i like the running and the wall climbing and there's a lot of it's, it's the wall like the uh, wall running r- wall running and then you gotta you gotta whip the uh your little uh I don't know, whip to like swing stuff at the at the right time. I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and every time he falls, my character falls, I feel my my stomach. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he does weird? a really good job of that. There's so many points where you look down at a map and you're like, oh god, yeah. I'm sick. <laughs> it pull, yeah. It throws my stomach. It's so it's kind of like an experience. Um nice. the graphics are amazing. How much fun was it to run around Coruscant like that though? Like a planet that we've seen, we've seen so yeah. many times, we're so familiar with it. It was cool. I don't know what levels you guys play at, but I thought it was a little bit of a challenge when there was a big group um mm-hmm. of stormtroopers. Um, oh yeah. But uh it was a lot of fun to kind of learn how to how to use the uh the smashing the buttons like trying to get everybody. <laughs> and then uh I, I noticed there's a lot of places that I had to sneak through walls. That was kinda mm-hmm. kinda con- you know, like there was just enough gap. Ah, oh, the squeezy gap. The That's squeezy gap, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Uh yeah, I mean I'm nowhere near finishing it. I mean I'm like got like one or two things unlocked as far as the trees go. Uh, so I was, it seems like there's a lot of game left. Um oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was a good, nice gripping story at the beginning there. And uh, the boss was kind of a challenge. But which boss did you? Uh, the um, Inquisitors? Yeah, one of the Inquisitors. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so long ago, I couldn't remember. Very cool, dude. Good thing I found out is there's an update. It's either already out or coming out that'll yeah, fix out the uh, it'll fix the bounty hunter glitch that I got screwed on. So oh. yeah. Very oh, happy that about is. that. <laughs> All right. Well, since we're talking about video games, probably jump into some outlaws. Yeah. Yes. All right. These are dangerous times. At least that's what I hear. The Empire. They're everywhere. But the world here belongs to the syndicates. I thought this line on the Ubisoft 
website was kind of cool. If you're willing to take the risk, the galaxy is full of opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So, so re- oh, I'm sorry. Can I real quick? When I sent you the like link to it the first time you saw it, was mm-hmm. that the first time you saw it? I'm sorry. Or did you know about it? Me? Yeah. Um, I had already seen it. Oh, you already saw the link? I already saw the trailer at that point. Yeah, I was not very nice to the trailer. My I first initial either. thoughts. Oh, you I'm, weren't either. Yeah. Okay. I will be the first to admit that I wasn't. I'm tired of cinematic trailers. We've had quite a few of them. Star Wars Eclipse pointing fingers. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was fully ready to be like, no, they're not going to show us any gameplay. It's just going to be the cinematic trailer. It's going to be hype. It's going to be rubbish. And then what drops the next day? The gameplay, the gameplay. trailer. Yeah, yeah, that that totally changed my tune. But yeah, first, and I'm still a little bit leaning towards the okay. We need to get out of this era in Star Wars. We've we've been in it for a long time at this point now. The uh, you know the OT era, even the prequel era. Let's move either beyond or backward. Um, Seriously? Oh, dude, it's it's getting old. I don't know. I and and okay fine here's my my biggest point on that is it's going to start muddying set oh, storylines set <clears throat> canon and all of that cuz you keep trying to squeeze all this stuff in to it that you're going to end up muddying some things up or either the story you're trying to tell or the stories that have been told for 40 plus years I just need to kind of move away from it. It's, it's cool. I'm not going to, I mean, I'm going to play the hell out of this game when it comes out yes. and, you know, whatever other stories they fit into it. But I would like to see it move away from that. But, just like the Empire being like the bad guys. Cause I mean, no, just, no, just the OT. I mean, the Empire can come back at some other time from but, the original trilogy. So to yeah. counter that point, obviously, this game is set between. Uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Mm. And in some of the press releases, people have been picking up on a few little details that have been slipped in. Um, One press release says that Kay will explore the humid jungles of Akiva. Now, for any book fans who are listening, Akiva is the main setting for the 2015 novel Aftermath by Chuck Wendig. Right. Which is the first mo- first major post-Return of the Jedi story released in Disney canon, which bridges the gap between the original trilogy and The Force Awakens. And this game is set a whole year before those events in Aftermath, but it's interesting they're choosing to take her there as one of the locations. I think they are just trying to stitch up these last few pieces because Akiva was instrumental in the rise of the First Order. Mm-hmm. So I think they're just trying to sew together these last few gaps between, because like the prequel trilogy into the original trilogy makes sense. Nice and kind of easy fit together i feel like there's still a bit of a bridge between the original trilogy and the sequel trilogies a bit of a bridge is a little bit of a bridge i'm being generous i'm being (laughs) i love the films i'm being generous (laughs) no that's true and uh by the way aftermath the first book at least was pretty actually good um i was surprised a lot of people talk positively about it i just listened to it like a month or two ago mark thompson narrates it so that's already amazing but uh but yeah the book was surprisingly good after i heard a lot of bad things about it yeah i mean i get it i do i get it but we've just we've we've been in this spot (laughs) in star wars star you know and you go to the expanded universe and you've got four thousand years ago of storytelling with the old republic and like why sit stay in this one spot money yeah i know yeah it's (laughs) it's no risk because we're all (laughs) 
pause for nostalgia and we just we just eat it up i don't care if it's got tatooine on it i want it yeah, yeah. i mean if, especially if you can play a video game and explore your favorite movies a little bit oh so, like, yeah i'm down this, dude like the cinematic trailer starts with Han Solo in Carbonite being carried across a bridge. Right. Um, there's yeah. huge implications that not only will we have Tatooine to explore, but we will potentially get to cross like the Dune Sea and actually go to Jabba's Palace and go and explore all of these places that we've seen and seen and seen. And like, you can do a bit of it in Battlefront. You can run around Tatooine, but I want immersive. I want to explore these places. I want to know them like I know my home. And Eat I'm happy characters. to go back to Tatooine for that every time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, watching a show that starts at Tatooine, I get that. But, like, being able to play a game in familiar settings, that's that's pretty cool. Like, same thing, you know, immersive experience. Which you've been able to do in in a lot of the other games as well, though. Like, the the Old Republic MMO, you can go to those places. Uh, I believe KOTOR, you could. I'm not trying to, like, piss on it, but I'm just saying that we've... (laughs) For me as a gamer and a Star Wars fan, I've been there, done that so many times in a lot of games that yeah. I'm and and just recently playing the Jedi Knight games again. Uh, oh. Those were Empire and Luke and all of them. Yeah, and, I didn't grow up playing these games. I don't have much exposure to them. I'm very much a kind of newer generation. Like Jedi Fallen Order was the first proper Star Wars game that I played. And that is okay way modern yeah so i'm i'm i may not be i'm probably not as burnt out on it as you are okay not that i'm just excited trying to say you're old that sounds like i'm saying you're old yeah no you're totally saying i'm old it's cool it's cool where's the where's the hang-up button there it is (laughs) i just put the helmet on and leave i'm sorry (laughs) no i get it i mean and that's the thing and, and that's why everybody constantly stresses star wars is for everybody because there are people that have not experienced these things Mm -hmm. that that can and um we'll get into a lot of this other stuff but one being k vess you're playing as a female protagonist main protagonist which i think is different um something other than like in customizing your character type of games Mm -hmm. you haven't been able to do so that's cool i know there's some humming and hawing on the internet but from my understanding it's a select few that get you know it's a typical the loud annoying people get all the exposure Um, let them eat their tails honestly (laughs) yeah but like i mean my first thought i'll be honest was i want to play as a dude and i can't but then i'm like but i played tomb raider when i was younger and not just not just the big Bazoomba's Laura Croft Tomb Raider. I'm talking like the newer, <laughs> the newer Tomb Raider games, and those were awesome. Like those were so much fun. So I don't really have a problem with it, but I think for Star Wars female Star Wars fans that can actually play as a you know a written character in the Star Wars universe that's a female, I think is going to be big for a lot of them and. Mm-hmm. We just we had two games with Cal Kestis and and those are freaking brilliant. So why not go? Your voice time is done now. Well, don't say it. Don't say it's done. But (laughs) but you know now now we're getting another end of it. Um, So I think that that's really cool. And Charlie, I mean, if you want to speak on any of that, go ahead. Um, I I can't agree with you more. I really can't. Um, Kay is voiced and body acted by Humbly Gonzalez, who is stunning. So beautiful. Um, She's also gay. And oh, okay. I sincerely hope there was quite a lot of a uh, there was 
There was some some subtext, some flirty, flirty subtext with the Empire Lady in the gameplay trailer. And I'm sincerely hoping that that means not only will we get a female-led video game, we'll get a female-led, queer-led storyline. Please, Mm. give it to me. That's certainly possible. No, I'm so, so excited to have not a Jedi, just a smuggler. I think I fell into a real kind of rabbit hole breaking down this gameplay trailer. It looks amazing. The blaster combat is insane. It's so detailed and so layered, bringing back things that we know from like Fallout and Red Dead. So there's time slowing, like Deadeye. Yeah. See, I wanted to touch on that um, because I've actually seen on Twitter a couple people saying, oh, that's from Red Dead Redemption. It's from Splinter Cell. Um, where you could paint as well splinter cell and ghost recon you can paint your targets and boom 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 um red dead borrowed that but uh to speak to the combat this uh what is it massive entertainment has done Lido. they they did the division games yeah okay that's what a lot of people are saying it's going to be like yeah so shoot red we've got that right um we've got that but ubisoft as a whole has done ghost recon splinter cell assassin's creed yeah and this game with the stealth and the takedowns um it's very assassin's Mm creed-ish it's very ghost recon splinter cell uh this game to me because i've been playing a lot of the assassin's creed games as of late they're huge open world uh kind of do whatever the heck you want to do and that's that's what this is. This is like feeling to me like you're taking Star Wars, but you're putting Assassin's Creed open world. You're putting Ghost Recon and Splinter Cell combat style to it. And it looks like maybe a little bit of GTA with like the wanted level. Yes, I wanted um, to talk about the wanted level. Yeah, um, very good. One of the developers said that when you watch the gameplay trailer, if you'd chosen to bribe the Empire rather than avoid the bribe you'd have left the cantina without the wanted level so decisions you make impact options in the rest of the game it's a real i think they call it a branching story that's very cool yeah i wonder how deep the that like those types of choices are going to go like is it just going to be for that situation in a sabak game or will you make choices like another game another huge franchise mass effect that i think that they're borrowing a little bit from like choices and reputation um yes you know where you could like uh make a choice that affects an entire planet maybe mm-hmm. go ahead you look like you had something to say Charles. i did i don't know if you guys noticed um when she fights her way through the pike syndicate camp and she ends up blowing her cover and having to blast a bunch of them um in the corner it pops up that her reputation with the pike syndicates has gone down i did catch that yes so if she'd have gone through all of that without alerting anybody and without blowing anybody up her reputation would have remained the same or potentially even gone up and i think that was something we saw in like red dead with the good cowboy and the bad cowboy oh yeah that was always the bad cowboy yeah (laughs) gotta be the bad cowboy every time but see that's cool that's like um i mean again we don't know how far they're going to take this reputation system but say you maintain a solid reputation with the pikes for example will they give you specific like passage or not attack you in space or like, yeah. like pass through a camp like it or missions possibilities um, right that becomes a little bit like fallout then yeah 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 very right. much so uh fallout new vegas was huge yeah, with that. New vegas yeah mm-hmm it seems like there are multiple options to both avoid and engage in combat. So there's never that pressure to go in, kill everybody dead and leave. That's me. If you, yeah, see, whereas <laughs> I much prefer to be as sneaky as possible and not 
let anybody see me. That's I love stealth. That's why I love the Assassin's Creed game so much. So I was so delighted to see that this is Ubisoft. It's one of my favorite game developers. For real. I know. That's that's the thing. With, um, and I even said it on here a while back when we heard about this game that that who we was who was making the open world game we didn't know the name of the game or anything and i'm like ubisoft like hell yeah because Absolutely. again all of these games like Lido, uh you me and mike played the division yeah i think i think i have like 300 plus hours logged into that <laughs> one game not counting part really? two so Jesus. um and then all the ghost recon games wildlands we Wild played Land. the hell out of that so much one. fun uh, yeah so here's the thing when i sent you that link i never heard about this game before did you get you guys heard about this game before so you haven't tuned into clone army radio to hear the hype about an open world star wars game by oh no. my god have you not been listening fake no, fan you guys fake never fan. fake you guys talked about it yeah it's we the did. first time yes. i saw it like well, not that well, long oh, ago <laughs> wait maybe i wasn't on the show then well that's thought. what i'm saying you don't oh. listen to the show listen to us when you're not i do on. listen i might be doing ah. something and I, maybe i don't catch every single word excuses maybe it's like a, a it's like a wow. i get the out so we suck we're not we're not good enough to have you anticipating Remember? every word that we're saying i'm no. sorry go ahead Lito. make your point i'm just <laughs> it's been a while since we've done this we gotta mess with you my yeah. my point is um it's kind of like to me it came out of nowhere but i guess it was in front of my face the whole time i just didn't notice it which i get uh a lot of so so i was like excited when i saw it i'm like holy crap this is awesome i want to play this this is something totally i would totally dig then i bring it to you my star wars god and i, took I bring a it upon your on it. Yeah, i bring it upon your altar i lay it upon your feet i'm like look at what i have found for you <laughs> and he said this is yeah this is shit <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like oh, I felt small after that. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, it's all right. But then, but then you changed your tune, so I'm like, whoa, what happened? Oh, the gameplay, the gameplay trailer, trailer happened, dude. That was yeah. like, and and in my defense, I rewatched the the teaser trailer before yeah. you know the first one, and I I was like, okay, this isn't anywhere near as bad as I was making it out to be. Um, We're just very burned by Eclipse, okay? Which I have yeah. updates on. Don't you worry. Oh, okay, nice. But yeah, I, I just I don't know. That was my gut initial reaction. Was ugh. But, I'm ashamed to admit it was mine. I feel bad. Right. I feel like I judged it so harshly. I was so ready to be like. I think sometimes we we as Star Wars fans, not just us, but like as a whole, like we anticipate as a hate, hating everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We anticipate <laughs> hating everything new that comes out <laughs> before gotcha. we know anything about it. <laughs> as a a hole, <laughs> you're an a hole. <laughs> <laughs> I know you got to get your jabs in. I like it. It looked, yeah, they come out of nowhere. Yeah. Just like this game. <laughs> nice. But yeah, so the gameplay, we got to see that. And I'm like, okay, this is this is my style of gameplay. It's like those games that I've already mentioned several times now, the Ubisoft games. Um, I don't want to get overhyped for it because it could still totally suck. It no, could be bug infested trash. <laughs> it's like it's coming out next year so far away. Like, so yeah, there's noises about a 2024 release date. Mm -hmm. um, there aren't many planets. There's been quite a lot of miscommunication that it's going to be like a procedurally generated No Man's Sky, infinite planets to explore. Mm. Oh, it's I heard the devs shot that down. 
Yeah, the dev shut that down. They were like, yeah. it's definitely more than four, but we're not talking like hundreds of planets because each one has been tailor-made and handcrafted to be this deep, immersive experience for each planet. Um, also, it seems to be that each planet provides a very different style of gameplay. Like one will require you to go in and blast everyone's heads off. One will nice. require you to be extremely stealthy. That's Hopefully the they don't force you to like be stealthy to get through the mission, though, because they'll yeah. piss me off. <laughs> yeah, I would never make it through. That's why I'm uh, gonna play something else. To speak on the the planets and stuff, uh, a couple of things. One, I've seen again online, which don't believe everything you see online. People are are like confirming planets that are gonna be in this game. Yet the only ones I've heard was Akiva and Toshara. Yeah, Tushara is new. There'll be some new yeah. planets that we've never seen before, and there'll be some familiar ones. And Tatooine's been confirmed by the trailer. Not um, by name, but you we all know. We know. <laughs> I know. But I've seen people like, oh, it's gonna be, you know, Kajimi and Kanto Bai and all that. And where are you is getting this now? info from? Like <laughs> The thing about Toshara that I thought was really cool, the game director, Matthias Carlson, said that the planet Toshara is bigger than the Division 2's Washington, D.C. map. Yes. Wow. One planet is bigger than that whole... That's just one planet in the game. That's freaking insane. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about that. That's cool. And with this being Ubisoft... Assassin's Creed games always get like a buttload of DLC with new stories, expansions, all that kind of stuff. Uh, the Division as well, Ghost Recon as well, not as big, but... They always get like uh, your character skins or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've, I'm kind of hoping since these uh, the Jedi games, the Cal Kestis games that have come out haven't had any DLC, I'm kind of hoping that this game will like get some expansions uh you know, maybe a new planet as an expansion and storyline or something. Uh, I think they could do something that big. So hopefully, I mean, the the uh, Old Republic MMO gets all kinds of big expansions. So I'm hoping that they'll she do something does. with that. I'm excited to see what other planets, you know, that, that we'll see. Like, because it did say, yeah, like you said, Charlie, like new and familiar. So mm -hmm. we've had confirmed ship speeder and blaster customization. So all of these planets you'll be able to explore on foot or seamlessly using a speeder, which I'm very excited about. That's cool. That's like Destiny. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I wonder if you'll be able to customize Kay at all. Like I I hope so. You know, maybe like I give her a beard or a no, I'm just kidding. But, you know. sash, a man bun. <laughs> a man bun. Right. right, a man bun. <laughs> no, but like, you know, different uh I I'm gonna I would assume like some outfits. Outfits for sure, I would think is a given. Uh but maybe hairstyles. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing could be fun. I'm all about customizing. That's why I loved Jedi Survivor so much compared to Fallen Order was yes. you customize your camera. Really pushed it on the customization for Survivor. Right. We've not even touched on the open space aspects of the game. Not only do you have planets to explore, you have open space to explore. So I'm talking pirates, I'm talking dogfights, I'm talking empire ships to battle, debris to fly around. Yes. Asteroids. Asteroids, planets, space. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice too in that trailer that when she got on her ship, it was, there wasn't, I mean, I'm sure there's probably some kind of loading going on, but we didn't see it there in are the trailer. Loading transitions. Yeah. The only loading screen is that like two second animation of her stepping into the ship. That's it. Hyperspace, so, seamless. Very cool. From and she had to, to like. Seamless. 
Yeah, she had to like uh, do some calculations or something for the hyperspace, yes. like Han always would do, and all of that. So yes. I think that's a cool. You have touch. to make sure that like you're not in combat, that you've got enough space around you to be clear. Like you have to make sure the ship's engines are charged properly. There's so many aspects. Lido, Lido, did would any thoughts on the space combat or space travel? Usually in these games, like yeah, you get to go out to outer space and do a little little fighting and stuff, but it's usually like still on a on a path, you know what I mean, that you can't really like deviate from. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of limits you. So I, I hope they don't, you know. Don't I always like those. Me. I like the open world, like um, can go anywhere in space and not pretty much go straight and in it kind of like you follow. Uh, yeah, you, you get to go fly, but it's like kind of limiting. So I hope, you know, mm. somehow it gives you options or something to make it seem a little bigger than a straight path. Because uh, in that trailer, it looked like um, the ex, uh, the, the, TIE fighters were just like coming right in front of you and you just shoot. Mm. So, um, so it, it might be a little simplified, you're thinking? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so that was that was like the, the kind of like if there was a weak part, which there wasn't, um, if that was like the lowest, like I was not as excited about was that part of the trailer. So, yeah. um, but um, one thing I was going to bring up um, was that a, a commando droid that was in the uh, that's her, her, it's uh, a, yeah, BX yeah, assassin. Is that yeah. from the Rishi Moon? To, uh, yeah. Times. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Cool. Commando droids. Yeah. yeah, I was like, run. I was like, where does that? Where does that droid look familiar from? And he why is he wearing a coat? Me, he's got a coat. Is he cold? Yeah, he reminds me of like a film noir detective. It was very yeah. much that energy. Right. He was cool. I, I like I his liked. voice too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool voice. Um, ND five. So he's kind of like. I don't know if he's her companion because she's got that little fuzzball thing, Nix. Uh, Nix! But I'm assuming she's going to be working with Andy. I want to see him in combat. See what yeah. he can do. I'm sure he can tear it up. That's the Roger Roger. Didn't they, they Roger Roger him? What One of those? <laughs> that's, that's Rex <laughs> oh God, he's that's what he yeah. is. He's a big Roger Roger droid. Oh my yeah. God, I can't even clock. <laughs> no, I wonder. I mean, I'm assuming the game will tell us the story, but, you know, he's obviously pre not pre reprogrammed. Um, so I wonder if maybe that's something KVS knows how to do, or if that's something mm-hmm. that somebody did for her. Uh, did oh, you happen Lord. to notice in the one shot where he's holding what I thought was a briefcase? It's like a little carbonite case. Like somebody's oh. frozen in carbonite in that thing. Really? Maybe he's like a bounty collector then. Maybe. Bounty hunter. But, hmm. but yeah, I thought I, I swear I was like, Oh, this is totally a briefcase. Um, I wonder if I could pull that up really quick. But like a reprogramming is kind of like the same thing as K2SO. So it's like maybe she runs into Andor and shows them how to do this. Well, no, Andor would be dead by then. Oh, yeah, actually. Well, then, oh, yeah. Tell you, he might show up. Dr. Afra. Oh, I know people have been uh, clamoring for that one for a while. There you go. Hang on, I'm going to show you guys this shot of uh, what I was talking about here. She's playing Sabak. Can you guys see? Play with Lando. Oh my god! Yeah, it's oh, yeah. a carbonite case. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I thought it was a weapon. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, you know, I mean, it still could be though a weapon, but it's like these little things right here, like the little lights. Little, yeah. In, oh, Nix is so cute. I want one. <laughs> okay, now I'm a little convinced that that might be like a case for a sniper rifle or something. Ooh, maybe. He's just holding it, kind of like one, but he's yeah. got one holstered, so. 
Yeah, I love I love the trench coat and the holster combo. Side note, I am adding K to my cosplay list. I need to. It's such a cool outfit. Oh, okay. yeah. wow. You could totally do that. <laughs> um, God, I think we've already ripped through a ton of the stuff I wanted to touch on. That's awesome. Same. Um, oh. Nyx is super helpful in missions. Uh, he will do a lot of the stealth for you. He can also go and collect things from enemies. He can go and distract enemies. You can pick up weapons, get Nyx to pick up the weapons for you so you don't disturb, like, being stealthy. Yeah, yeah, I liked the um, like the use of distractions took me to, like, some of the other Splinter Cell games where you could throw a camera to a wall and then you could play, Ooh. like, a little a little catchy tune to distract the terrorists and stuff and they'd walk over and you could either, like, like sneak attack them. Fall out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, I don't know, I mean, just from what I've seen, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. When, who's the little finger character guy? Oh, little you were thinking little finger. See, I thought he looked like <laughs> Kyle Katarn, but yeah. Uh his name's like Jalen Jalen Rose. Jalen mm. something like that. I know it's Jalen. He's like I'm a, I'm gonna assume like a mission giver kind of guy. Yeah. Oh, one of them. Okay. One, totally, or trying totally. to get her to be recruited into something. I don't know. <sighs> He totally looks like Littlefinger, though, dude. That's hilarious. Yeah, he's got the side white. <laughs> Just, yeah. I can't. Like, I want to play it. Like a, a whole year before. Like, I can't. You know what I mean? That's not cool. Yeah, I want it now. Why are you telling me about it now when I have to wait a whole year? That yeah. is unfair, Lucas. Uh, that's unfair. I mean, it could be worse. It could be, you know, Kathleen Kennedy telling us there's a movie coming out, and then we still haven't seen it oh. four years later. So. <laughs> <laughs> It could be a lot worse. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm bitter, but what can I say? (laughs) Uh, There's a rancor in there, too? Like, what's going on? A rancor? Yeah, does she fall into a rancor pit at one point? There's a rancor in the the trailer. I mean, doesn't every Star Wars character come against a rancor at some point? Yeah, that's true. I guess. uh, I want to ride it. Um, anything else? Like, I, I think the graphics, it's visually stunning. Oh, from, from yeah. I seen. don't know why I didn't talk about that. The graphics yeah. look gorgeous. Everything looks smooth. I'm a big fan of third person action games. So this is right up my alley. Um, I mean, I like I first like person, person as well, but, but I like third person cause I like to see my character and what my character's doing. And I like to just... see the costume I've put them in. Right. Like perfect example <laughs> of that, Charlie. I don't know if you've played cyberpunk 2077, but you can change all your clothes and your look in that game, but you play in first person. I'm like, what the hell's, what what's the, the point? point? So I can go to the, the pause screen and look at what I made my character look like. Uh, who's this guy? Ooh. Is that, um... Was that it, in the game? It's in the trailer, yeah. Yeah, this is oh. in the premiere, like, the trailer, not the gameplay trailer. Oh, that looks okay. like Cloud City. Cloud City, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then it's, he turns. It's telling card. Ah. I, I doubt it, but... That's I'll not Jarrah Seabioth, right? No. Looks nothing like him. Interesting. I like his little, uh, huh. his little Jon Snow cape moment. I'm enjoying that. <laughs> He's gotta be the bad guy. I yeah. will fly. With a, a stare like that. Yep. He looks upset. I'm going to assume it's a new character, probably no one we've ever heard of. But it would be bizarre if it was Talon Card, bring another EU character to life. For sure. I mean, make connections. Doesn't totally look like that guy, but this is Talon Card, so. Oh. You know, I could see it maybe. Yeah. A little bit. He looks, yeah, he's got the beard. Yeah. That's just me being a hopeful fan. 
a hopeful fan that's been betrayed so many times. No, I'm just kidding. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess Hold we. And I'm bitter about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's cool to see the Pikes kind of like be, you know. So uh, instead of the, I thought I saw a Trandoshan in there too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is pretty cool, you know. Maybe we get to see those people. She's in that world, right? Yeah, she's a I smuggler. I hope we actually so. get to she's... play Sabak. I'd love to learn. Like, I'd be really happy with having it in like a video game format as a way of learning how to play the game. Like a little uh, bit of Gwent in The Witcher. Oh, God. Yeah. Every five minutes. <laughs> want to play Gwent? <laughs> want to play a game? No. <laughs> no, I want to go and kill this beast. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I imagine you're a smuggler. You're probably going to be sitting at a table... Maybe not for a mission, but for just screwing off in the game. Um, mm-hmm. You could do that in like Red Dead. You could do that in other Star Wars games where you like Red yes. Dead, you, the card games. Uh, Dejaric, I think, was in KOTOR. Um, nice. So, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. I wonder, this just popped in uh, racing on your speeder bike. <gasps> yes. Ooh. If they're gonna go any anywhere with like a GTA style thing, you could race in that game, race for uh, upgrades on your vehicles, and I want it. I want it all. I'm with Lido. I'm like, why do I? I, I want to play it now. Can yeah, I have this? Now. Can I, I have this on my PC? Bare bones, no skin, low poly version. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I'll be nice about it. I promise. <laughs> I wonder what other factions uh, or syndicates we'll see like Lido, you mentioning the pikes do you think we'll see crimson dawn i think they're probably yeah. still around um <gasps> yeah. obviously we're gonna see something with the huts you wouldn't go to tatooine without having to deal with java right or pizza or pizza pizza the hut <laughs> pizza the hut okay sorry you're delicious boss <laughs> Yeah, I'm still then, so like, proud of myself that I walked past somebody at Star Wars Celebration dressed as Pizza the Hut and did that. And I was, it was a beautiful moment. <laughs> and they turned around and went, <laughs> You know who I am? Uh, you heard of me? You heard of me? Pizza the Hut? <laughs> oh my God. When do we sign up for this? And, you know, can we pre order? Yeah. What's, what's, what's... Oh, yeah. How do we feel about pre-ordering? Because it's quite a controversial topic in my household. I don't agree oh, really? with pre-ordering. I feel like it makes the game developers lazy because they know oh. they're going to get our money. So they put less effort in. It feels it's a weird one. Well, it depends on when you're pre if you're pre-ordering like super far in advance, then, yeah, they could probably phone in some stuff. But if it's like a couple months away, they're already they're probably already working on the patches. I used to love pre-ordering when you got cool stuff. Um, Now it's all digital. Like, I mean, you can still some stuff that has collector's editions that are like 200 freaking dollars where before you pre-ordered the game at cost and you got something cool. Or you end up like Bethesda where you you order and you're supposed to get stuff and it never turns off. And when it does turn up, it's absolute crap. Um. True. Well, you said it. I've gotten some cool stuff pre-ordering though, like the uh, it was Mass Effect Andromeda when that came out. I got like the little like I forget what it's called now, the little car. Like it was freaking, it was huge. Nice. I actually sold it on eBay for like double what it was worth. So you get you're lucky with that. Sometimes, sometimes, not all the time. <laughs> I still did almost get what? What did I get? One hundred eighty dollars for my Darth Revan figure on there. That's crazy. That was good. Huge, yeah. What? And then I sold another one. I think I got 120. 
Right, Nick, I'm selling all of your figures. <laughs> it's just certain things, though, like the Revan was really sought after, which I don't get because the action figure is garbage, in my opinion. The Black Series one that I bought recently is way better than the, mm-hmm. it was like the 30th anniversary one that came out. It's a, it's a pretty crap figure, but people like it because the character's awesome. So, I mean, Revan's one of my favorite characters. I just don't like the figure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, are we good on Outlaws, I think? Uh, I think so. Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, I think that's we're all in agreement on that one. No, uh, 100%. I can't wait. And uh, yeah, again, Lito, I apologize for taking a dump on you, you know, <laughs> sharing the game trailer. <laughs> all right, man. I just won't share anything Star Wars ever again. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like when you share stuff, dude. It wasn't, it wasn't what you did. It was just me, like, being crappy with the game. Just being a little bitch. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll man up to that. It's fine. I was being a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cycle is complete. Yes. <laughs> I've now waited I over a year for one of those. That was John's <laughs> middle lightsaber. Yeah, that my middle that. lightsaber. <laughs> that, was, that was aggressive. That was from my ancestors. That was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, everybody out there listening, uh, why don't you let us know what your thoughts are on mm-hmm. Outlaws? Oh, I did do a, a Instagram story. Got mostly like clapping hands, some horns. Um, what was the other one? Someone said interesting dot, 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 dot. So I wonder what that means. If 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 Mr. Interesting dot, dot, dots is listening, chime in. Let us know what you thought. Mm. Why was it interesting? Maybe they were quoting interesting like that. Interesting. Perhaps. Right on. Charlie? Yes. You ready? Mm, I am ready. <laughs> so, June every year, we celebrate Pride Month, which is to honour the 1969 Stonewall riots, which started because the police wouldn't leave queer communities alone. And now, each month, it's used as a time to educate and represent and speak about the issues that affect the LGBTQ plus communities. And I wanted to take this Pride Month as a chance to talk about some of the queer characters in Star Wars that you guys might not know exist. Very cool. Right, yeah. So I'm going to kick the list off with probably one of the most popular um, queer characters in at least the Star Wars comics, Dr. Aphra. That's the she only one I know. <laughs> wild. <laughs> she will kiss anyone, anywhere, at any time in the middle of a battle, in the middle of a mission. She don't care. Sounds like nice. an interesting character. She yeah, is, I've, I've heard she's really cool. She's a complex character with a very shaky moral compass and a passion for adventure and exploring. And she often finds herself caught up in matters of not just the Empire and not just life or death, but often the heart. She has a past romance with smuggler Sanastaros, who was also married to Han Solo at one point. What? Interesting. We love a bisexual queen. Absolutely here for it. Um, Sana Staros and Dr. Afra have rekindled their romance in the latest comments. They've managed to put their... One of them tried to kill the other one. It was very dramatic. And they like put all that aside. And now they're friends to lovers again. <laughs> Sounds like a good love story. It is a good... We love, we love enemies to lovers. It's one of my favourite tropes. One of my favourite tropes. The second on my little list are two characters very close to my heart. Uh, they are the Bond twins, Terek and Serret, from the High Republic comics. Hmm. They are trans, they are the first transgender, non-binary Jedi in modern galactic lore, and they use they, them, their neutral pronouns instead of he, him, or she, her. 
They okay. are also, they share a linked mind. So they finish each other's sentences, they can hear each other's thoughts, and they feel each other's pain. Like the like the twins from G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Tom X and Zaymont. Yes, thank yeah. you, John. Yeah. <laughs> I love those guys. <laughs> They're super cool. They're both bold as coots. They have white skin. They have really, really cool, like, Jedi robes. They're such cool fighters with a pair of them. They work together, and it's very, very cool. Very, very. I'm happy with that being the non-binary representation in Star Wars. And they're from the High Republic comic books? They are from the High Republic comics, yeah. I've been meaning to check those. I think I actually have a bunch that I haven't read yet That when I was still mm-hmm. buying comic books like a year or two ago. Um, just to go back really quick, I have the Dr. Aphra action figure. It's really cool. You do? I, yeah. Super I, nice. I should have busted that out to show you, but it's like on a shelf way back there. So I'll show you next time. Yeah, but, John, do you do. have your... Your your to, uh your figures like queued up like because you always have. <laughs> you... <laughs> yeah, I send him a list before the episode to lay them all out. Um, honestly, seems to be right on, on sometimes on the money. On the money sometimes, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I mean, like when we were doing Mando, I just I had. I was all excited about season three of Mando, so I busted out all my stuff <laughs> on my my side desk over here. So I would just be like, "Oh, check this one out!" And so yeah, sometimes it works out that way. <laughs> cool. Go ahead, Charlie. The this is sad to say, and it makes Uh-oh. me angry, but it's there, and we've got to be grateful for what we've got. But the first live action on screen queer couple in the history of Star Wars goes mm. to Lama de AC and Roby Tice, who share a loving reunion after the defeat of Palpatine in the Rise of Skywalker. Mm. And they have a, they have a beautiful reunion and they kiss and it's absolutely gorgeous and it is on screen for precisely half a second. I love it and it's beautiful, but we deserved more. <laughs> yeah, better, it, kind of, Star Wars. It, came, it, it came out of nowhere a little bit. It like, came out of nowhere. And also, I think it was very much filmed that way so it could be cut for the Chinese censors. So no. it had no real impact to the excess story, no real impact in that particular moment. It was just there and gone. Lito, do you think it, when you said it came out of nowhere, do you think it was a little virtue signaling Signaling there? I can't even say that word. Wait, what, say, say that again? Virtue signaling. Virtue signal, signaling. See, I, you can't say it. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't say it. But like, what does Basically, that mean? Basically, like. Um, virtue signaling is the act of doing something for the like it seems like it's for good representation so having two women kiss and have a meaningful relationship on screen however it's actually done just to appease people and just to make money it's yeah it doesn't mean anything it's not genuine it doesn't forward the cause of the lgbtq plus community it was oh well we sort of need to put this in really because it's we'll put it in Sounds yeah. like yeah, that sounds like <clears throat> what happened there. Because I mean, if I if they really wanted to represent, they would have built that. You know, yeah, had some sort of setup yeah. from the Force Awakens all the way through the three films. Exactly. That. That's Posting about Black Lives Matter on your Instagram story, but not actually doing anything to educate people about the plight of minorities, or not doing anything to support local protests. That's right. Putting it out there that you yeah. care when you actually don't care. <laughs> And that's what I think that they did there. And, and also what you said too, Charlie, about um, so they could cut it right out for the China stuff. Yes. Uh, I mean, that's what happened with Finn. Finn mm-hmm. was like a big focus in The Force yeah, Awakens. How, and yeah, they shrunk we, down his picture in the posters and all that. Yeah. Cause, 
how can we not talk about the huge absence of romance between both Finn and Poe? Oscar Isaac and John Boyega have said multiple times that they played those characters with the intention that they had feelings for each other. It is so obvious. It is. I'm not even reaching. I promise I'm not. <laughs> and because of how the censors take these things in certain countries and because in some countries it is still illegal to be gay, which is obscene to me. Um, it gets yeah. censored and cut out and removed like it's not a real part of life, like it's not a normal part of life. And I'm sorry, but in a galaxy where there are aliens, robots, half humans, half animals, normal humans, non-normal humans, yeah. sexuality is on the bottom of the list of people's priorities. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I did read those articles and stuff about um, God, Finn and Poe, because I can't think of their names for some reason. <laughs> that's how um, impactful they were as characters. <laughs> Uh, but like for me, I, I didn't on screen really pick up on that. Like I thought that there was romance with Finn and Ray in The Force Awakens. Yeah, like they had so much of that like triangle. It has yeah, it had just it had so much Han and Leia banter with those two, Very and it, it made sense. Um, not saying that there's anything bad or <laughs> anything like that. I'm just saying I didn't pick up on that. So like when I was reading these articles, Oscar, Oscar Isaac and John Boyega, I got it, boom. Uh, I was like, oh, that's interesting because it never really registered in in my head. But and Poe <laughs> with uh, Zori Bliss, you know, I thought there was something. Oh, oh right, that was absolutely something there. So there's a whole of, book about those two. There is. Yeah. Okay. It was a the, very good book. Okay. And given um given Poe's conception, I don't blame him for being a little bit of a wild child. I don't in the slightest. Wild child. Nice. <laughs> were you, what were you going to say, Lito? Is that that book that well, was just about Poe um, that came out? I don't know, a little bit ago. Is that when what? he was a spice runner? And, yeah. Yeah, that, that's how he there? like meets okay. up with Zori and and all that. It, the book was. I hate saying that because I'm a writer and I don't like to crap on other writers, but it wasn't very good. It wasn't oh. very gripping. I didn't do anything for me. I listened to the whole thing. Um, cool background of Poe, I guess, because, you know, you like getting background of these newer characters. But, yeah, that's that's how he meets Zori. And, you know, right. Go ahead, Charlie. I'm just going to babble. Hey. No. <laughs> Next on my list is uh, this is from the books. <clears throat> Padme's handmaidens, Sashay and Yane, met and served as handmaidens and bodyguards for Padme Amidala when she was Queen of, Queen of Naboo. They fell in love and eventually married. The couple were fiercely loyal to Padme even after her death and joined Sabe in the search for her answers about who killed Padme. Very interesting. That's all comic books, right? Mm, comic books and the books. Yeah. Oh, okay. Next up, we have my favourite one from this year. Um, in the novel, in the novel? Let me the try novel. that again. In the... <laughs> In the novel uh, Padawan by uh, Kirsten White, Obi-Wan Kenobi is young Obi-Wan Kenobi, Padawan Obi-Wan Kenobi, rescues a group of stranded teenagers and bonds very, very quickly with them. When speaking with a fellow male teen, Castle, about romantic relationships, Castle agrees that, like Kenobi, love may not be in his future. But <clears throat> if Kenobi ever wanted to practice kissing... To let Castle know, Kenobi immediately blushes and inwardly considers very aggressively whether he wants to kiss Castle, whether he wants to kiss any of the others. Does he not want to be kissed or does he just want to be like them? It's very mm. confusing for him. Interesting. <laughs> and, very interesting. Um, fans of Obi-Wan Kenobi have, and myself included have also have used to sort of gently confirm that his sexuality is very much not just straight, whether that be... 
bisexual, whether that be specifically relationships only formed through like romantic attachment. It was just mm. a very nice kind of very fluid, very flexible, gentle way of phrasing it. I think it was very nice. The fact that he's immediately like, do I want to kiss the boy? I don't know if I want to kiss the boy. I don't I don't know. <laughs> do I want to kiss anyone? Can I? Am I allowed? <laughs> it's this nice moment to really kind of get into the, the Jedi's ideas about attachment and commitment and how that would work and how they feel about it individually versus how the Order feels about it. I'd really, really recommend reading it if you guys haven't had a chance to. It's a beautiful Which book was book. that? Padawan. Padawan. Is that the Padawan. one I didn't like? Not for that reason. I'm just trying to think if... <laughs> Homophobe. Who, do you know who the writer was for that one? Uh, Kirsten White. Uh, maybe I didn't read that one. There was a, there was an Obi-Wan <laughs> book, like a new canon Obi-Wan book that I got through Audible that... Yeah, there were two. I think there was one that was just young Obi-Wan, and there's another one that's like Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. It was the one with Obi-Wan and Anakin, I think, that uh, I thought was terrible. Master and Apprentice? No, that's Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. That no, one was Qui-Gon. good. It's I can't... I don't know. It's not in my Audible account. I must have returned. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that, it was it was Obi-Wan and Anakin, I think, that I just... I did not like their... Uh, like, the writer didn't really grab their relationship like you saw in the clone wars and the and the prequels very it's frustrating well. when that happens in books yeah you're like no that's not they wouldn't say that they wouldn't say it like that next on my list of flaming <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> next up we have uh the one the only lando calrissian in 2018 solo co-writer Jonathan Kasdan made it very clear that Lando was in fact pansexual, that gender does not play a part in his attraction to other people, persons, animals, droids. <laughs> it works. It works. If, it works. if he likes it, it works. <laughs> See, I would say Lando doesn't F around, but I think Lando Fs around a lot. Oh yeah, Lando, and <laughs> Lando's got the highest body count in the entirety of Star Wars history. <laughs> He's like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Gene Simmons. I would say he's probably up there with Gene Simmons' uh, count. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Donald Glover did a wonderful job of portraying this fluidity on screen, and I sincerely hope when he comes back for the Lando series, we will see even more of it. He, oh, God. yeah. He was awesome. That was so good. He was so good. They announced that a while back, and like, are they filming? Is there a right? I mean, we haven't heard a peep out of that show. That's it's confirmed that it's happening, but there's nothing more past that, unfortunately. And Kathleen Kennedy did the old, yeah, we're talking about it, but... Yeah, standard. Standard standard yeah. fair. Right. Next up on my list is Marion. I can talk about this without it spoiling anything for you, Lito, so don't worry. Everyone's favourite moody goth girlfriend from the popular games Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor is canonically queer. Fans aren't 100% sure if she's bisexual or pansexual, but given the, the, the wideness of variety within Star Wars, I'd like to think the binary of gender doesn't really matter. Mm. A novel bridging the gap between Fallen Order and Survivor called Star Wars Jedi Battle Scars which was published in 2023, tells the story of the Mantis crew in the years before the events of the second game. It was revealed that Merrin hooked up with a woman who defected from the Stormtroopers. Merrin also briefly mentions in conversational parts in Jedi Fallen Order that she'd been very close with another Knight sister called Iliana and that they'd be together when she was older. So hmm. some very subtle, very gentle mentions that she also dates women. I mean, you, you live on a planet with most women. You would think that that would 
yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. As somebody who went to an all-girls school, I can attest. <laughs> I mean, if I lived on a planet with a lot of... No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm well, just being a <laughs> Lisa, I need you to cover your ears or remove your ears for just point two of a second because there's teeny tiny Jedi Survivor spoilers, but I want to point out. They're just characters in-game, but I just don't want to... Go for it. Um, I, I want to just shout out that Jedi Survivor did a fantastic job of whacking the queer representation in left, right, and center. We had Guido and Gulu, who are a wonderfully interspecies same-sex couple mm. who hang out outside the, the bars in Kobo, and they, they whine and they moan and they complain about everyone in the village, and I love it. It's so nice to have that particular dynamic to keep popping back to. They were like those um, Muppet guys. Yes, they're, they're they me are. Muppet guys, the old yes. guys. <laughs> Um, we have Winnie and Zig who are always seen together on the second level of the canteen and we find them on one of the other planets there together. They go on, mm -hmm. they keep talking about going on their first date and how they keep trying to arrange it, but they keep missing it. Mm. We also have Morin who sits at the bar, the guy with the blue skin and the, the purple paint on his, the purple markings on his face. He talks a lot about his partner, his business partner. Okay. Loved and misses. Um, and Cal encourages him to message him and speak to him, which was incredibly sweet. Um, also have to talk about Bode floating, flirting intensely with Cal the entire time. Yeah, I picked yeah. up on that too. Thank yeah. you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm not going mad. <laughs> All good. All right, Lita. Was that the signal? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> You're all good now. I'm back in the game. My last little list is maybe someone you guys might not expect, but I think it's important to include just because it's something Mark Hamill's very, very passionate about himself. Mark Hamill says, if you think Luke Skywalker is gay, then Luke Skywalker is gay. He's quoted as saying, fans are writing and asking me all these questions. I'm bullied in school. I'm afraid to come out. And they say to me, could Luke be gay? And I'd say it's meant to be interpreted by the viewer. If you think Luke is gay, of course he is. You shouldn't be ashamed of it. Judge Luke by his character and not who he loves. Hmm. You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Luke Skywalker because uh, there's something that is kind of like I just realized listening to this, the, the, the dramas or whatever. I don't know. This made me like watch it in my head. But I realized that Luke doesn't kiss Leia. Leia always Leia kisses. kisses Luke. Yeah, always. Leia always kisses Luke. A lot of people say there's actually quite a lot of banter and tension, but they actually wanted Han. He didn't want Leia. He wanted Han. <laughs> which I love. It's so cool to watch the film from that perspective. Really changes the energies between them. That was super fun. <laughs> so just like everyone always like, oh, he kissed his sister. Like, no, his sister kissed him every time. Like every single one. Like he yeah. didn't like actively like, you know, initiate the kissing at all. <laughs> so He sure was proud about that one though when he put oh, his yeah, arms he was. back. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh a hundred percent. That was just to rub it in. That was to rub it into hand. Oh, yeah. That's what that was. I just think it just like uh I'm like, wait a minute. Like people you know, people always paint the picture that he's the one that in it, you know, but he didn't. He's just an innocent bystander and it just keeps happening. No. So it might be truth to what you're saying there. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Star Wars has a long way to go in terms of good on-screen representation for the LGBTQ plus community. A good solid 90% of these characters and references I found were from comic books and the video games. So mm -hmm. shout out to things like Kota and like all of the older video games because the, the queer and like genderqueer characters in that are out the wazoo. There's hundreds of them. Amazing. Oh yeah. The, um, her name was Juhani yes. in KOTOR. She yeah, yeah, she popped up loads of times. Yeah. Amazing. 
Right. And that game came out in the early 2000s. I, I, Bioware was way ahead of their time with that stuff anyway. So. Yes. And um, the storyline in Andor between Vel and Cinta was probably one of the most like genuine woman-on-woman relationship portrayals I've seen, especially for Star Wars and for the tone of Star Wars. But once again, mm. it was loving and it was genuine, but it still wasn't enough for them to kiss each other. It still wasn't enough to have like Andor kisses, I think like two, three women through the course of the season. That's fine. Mm. That is okay. But two women who love each other and are obviously clearly having like relationship difficulties and life struggles, you'd think that would just mwah, perfection. Mm-hmm. I still have a lot of frustrations like that. Like I'm sad that my relationship with my girlfriend isn't represented the way male and female relationships are represented within Star Wars. I know it's like a silly thing to bring up, but it makes me sad sometimes that we don't have those pairs to like f- like fuss over. Like we're not Anakin and Padme. That's not, Yeah. we don't have that. And that can be sad sometimes, but it doesn't mean that even though I have complaints, it doesn't mean that I'm unhappy with what we do have because it's a huge step in the right direction. And with the massive amounts of new authors, screenwriters, producers, directors coming on board for Star Wars, it means there's so many more areas to open up for that representation. I'm looking forward to seeing what's in the future for my favorite galaxy far, far away. I am. Yeah. Cool. You just brought up that relationship. To me, it's like I didn't see any difference it being two females Mm-hmm. You know, having a relationship or a male and a female, like I didn't be like, oh, that's different. Like I didn't like so. You know what I mean? Like I didn't look at it as yeah, it, it this can't happen. Be or, yeah, it's just there. Yeah, it was just there. It was just like you know the uh, Cinta and Vel one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They like you said, Charlie. That one felt super like real. It felt. Mm. It was not forced to appease anything. No, it didn't um, feel formative. It didn't feel virtue signally in the slightest it yeah. just felt oh they they're in love they're together they yeah yeah that was really well done um Very well. and i think you you will i'm assuming you're going to see more of that charlie yes. i think that because i think just as an entire world i mean i know you said there's places that it's illegal which is <laughs> effed up but like i think at least in storytelling it's well, I, I don't, I'm trying to think of how I'm trying to word this. Basically, you're going to see more of it because of what you were saying, that there's different screenwriters that yes. are um, either part of the community or at mm-hmm. least accepting of it, not seeing yeah. it as weird or wrong and all of that. So I think that it's it's growing. It's going to yes. take time like a lot of things do, but I think yeah, we're I'm seeing not, growth. I am not sat here demanding no, like I know. rainbow flags fly on the Millennium <laughs> Falcon. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> right. And yeah, the next uh, antenna that gets, uh, you know, put on the Millennium Falcon is rainbow colored. That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Thank you for letting me chat about something that I am very passionate about. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. And from all of us at Clonomy Radio, happy Pride. Have a fun Pride. Be safe. Go out. Party. Be yourself. Be authentically yourself. Always. It's the only way to be. Is be yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Unless you can be Darth Vader. Mm. Then maybe be Darth Vader. I, yeah, I mean... Shout out to the Darth people. Vader at Disney for this week's Pride celebrations, who slayed the Disney streets in a rainbow cape. Full Darth Vader. Full lights, full noises, full effects, rainbow cape. I did not see that. That's um, cool. <laughs> I need to send you the video. It is incredible. That man nice. is sashaying down Main Street, <laughs> having the time of his life with all of these stormtroopers around him. It's 
<laughs> it's perfection. Oh, that's good. Um, so are we doing trivia? Oh, is it is it time? <laughs> <laughs> Stars trivia! This is where the fun begins. Oh, this is going to be easy. So some of these are easy. Some of these are not so easy. Yes, easy ones. Bring them easy on. Easy ones. I've only got six. You've only got to sit through six. I, I, I tend to remember being told, oh, that was Lido. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is an easy one. And it totally wrecked us. Easy doesn't so, mean anything anymore. That's easy. That's easy. <laughs> <laughs> we all start off with a nice, a nice, gentle, easy bit of film trivia. <clears throat> what is the last spoken line in Return of the Jedi? What? <laughs> <laughs> the last Come on, original trilogy besties. Line. Come on. <laughs> Return of the Jedi? Uh, yeah. Now that's the third film, right? I'm just stalling yeah. for time. Yes. <laughs> for John to get this. <laughs> for me to get this. But I can't focus if you're talking. <laughs> okay, last well, spoken if, word. If Return I make of noise, Jedi. it, it uh, sounds like we're kind of trying to figure out the answer. Gotcha. He's gonna thump you. <laughs> the last spoken word. Mm -hmm. um, is it? it it's a, um, a celebration. What is the last line that is said by someone in the last in, in Return of the Jedi. Is it? Hold on. Is it? Uh, I feel like it's gonna be wrong. Is it? Tell your sister you were right about me. No. No, oh, it's no. not. No? Okay, okay. Um, does is Luke on the planet on Endor again? There was no speaking yeah. at that point. I don't remember okay, any looking, dialogue. He looks at the Force ghosts. No. Before, before that, that. Before that. He meets up with oh. and, and Leia. Leia asks him something, and he no. responds. No. Oh, you're you no no. <laughs> really. Is it Wedge? I'll give you guys a clue. It involves Han and Leia. Oh. Hmm. Do they say I love you to each other? No. Dang it. They never say that. I really don't. Well, they do. I'm talking. You guys are going to kick yourselves. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. hmm. And it's, it's on Endor, you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. I got us on the planet, John. You gotta take us home. You got us on the planet? I did. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't listening. <laughs> Always listening. Um, between Han and Leia. I... Uh, I'm sure Luke wasn't on the... Is it? I can't think of the exact line, but he, he's trying to reassure Leia that Luke wasn't on the Death Star when it blew up. Nope. No. No. So, the last spoken <laughs> line in Return of the Jedi, Leia turns to Han and says, Oh, no, it's not like that at all. He's my brother. Uh, and then kisses him. And then the finale. That's the last line? That is the last spoken line out loud. Because hmm. there's no one, um, there's just sort of smiling and happy breathing when the Force ghosts are hanging out and Luke and yeah. Leia like, have a little cuddle. 
Hmm. The last spoken line is, oh, no, it's not like that at all. He's my brother. He's my brother. <sighs> and then she kisses Han and he's there like. Uh, right. I mean, I can picture it. I just didn't think that was the last line. <sighs> I quit. You quit already. We're one question in. Quit. <laughs> this is what the fans wanted, Johnny. They asked. Clone Army Radio canceled. Question number two. Who I thought attacked- we were done. No. <laughs> Good try. Good try. Who right. attacked the Millennium Falcon with a handsaw on the set of Empire during a fit of rage? With a handsaw? <laughs> Who attacked the Millennium Falcon with a handsaw? Wait, in this, you said on the set. This is not in the movie? This, this is not in the movie. This is behind oh, the scenes on the set the of scenes. the Empire Strikes Back. Oh, during it's a be... fit of rage. So who was upset during that filming? Chewie was upset. <laughs> I've never seen him very upset. It has to be Han. Han seems the only like like, like hothead. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Uh, so according to, according to Mark Hamill, uh, Harrison Ford hated the blue screen. Mm. Oh. Didn't get on with it. He was fed up. He was tired and he wanted to go home and he got so angry that he tried to saw the set piece of the Millennium Falcon apart <laughs> with a handsaw. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I can see him doing that. I don't know if, like, Harrison Ford wants to, like, be in Star Wars. I don't think Harrison Ford wants to be in any movies. I don't think he ever really... I think he sort of accidentally ended up being an actor, made a load of money, and now he's sort of stuck stuck with it. Yeah. Right. Obviously, he'd rather be a carpenter. It's all George's fault. Yeah. (laughs) Question number three. What was the total bounty Jabba the Hutt placed against Han Solo? Oh, we know this. Mm. A million space bucks. <laughs> a million space bucks. <laughs> By tomorrow. We're That's not just fair. doing it for the money. We're doing it I'm for the shit not. money. <laughs> oh, is that your microphone? Yeah. Whoa, I've never seen it before. Oh, look how fine Look at that tiny little baby stand. Yeah. Are you are you oh. shaming the size of my microphone? No, no, the stand. Oh, okay. The the under of the microphone. <laughs> the Fomunda. <laughs> Fomunda the microphone. <laughs> what was the question? How much was the bounty on Han Solo? Yeah, what was the total bounty Jabba the Hutt placed against Han Solo? Oh, you sounded like great right there too when it was right up against. Well, when it's right here. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. Okay, I'll just, I'll just hold it here then. Can you? Oh, it sounds great. Yeah. I mean, I can hold it. That's absolutely fine. Sound. Wow. Yeah. The sound is so different. It's amazing. I thought you were using like a little laptop. I'm in microphone. your ears. Yeah. Yeah. I am yeah. in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, like a little worm in Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah. Is, it, dare you little... say that on here? I'm sorry. That's cursed. That's cursed when this when this recording started. How dare you? <laughs> right, we're getting distracted. What is the okay. total bounty Jabba the Hutt placed against Han Solo, gentlemen? Is it fifty thousand? No. no. Three PO says the fifty thousand. No less. What? <laughs> oh, so yeah. Uh, so yeah. So it's a twenty. No, Thirty thousand. Okay. Twenty-five. Ooh, no. No. The price is not right, gentlemen. I'm so sorry. Fifteen. You're you're way off. A hundred. Eleventy. 
Eleventy. No, the correct answer is two hundred and twenty-four thousand one hundred and ninety credits. Yeah, that's what I said. What? When? No, it when isn't. Is... You liar. I said twenty-five. That's there's a two in there. <laughs> there's wait a right, minute. Is it really I don't know that if much? You've played Charlie's Impossible Quiz before, but we do not do half answers, semi answers, <laughs> half points, decimal points. No. <sighs> Damn, I was way off. Wait, when is okay, Charlie? For bonus points for for us, when do they say that number? <laughs> See, now you've got me. <laughs> <laughs> you talk amongst yourselves while I triple fact check myself because I know this number is correct. I just can't quite remember where it comes from. Okay, hey John, two hundred two hundred twenty four thousand in, in ninety one. Was there a one in there? I don't remember now. I thought it was way less. I yeah, don't know. I mean, yeah, because I mean, was the, for Chewy, right? Chewy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh, Leia was in her Bausch disguise. That's what, yeah, Bausch. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Bausch. Um, it comes from a book entitled Star Wars: Everything That You Need to Know, uh, which is a canon reference book. So it's never actually said in the films, but it is from the books. Well, that's not fair. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's Star Wars. It's grab a. All right, so what are we, 0 for 3? No, Lido got one. Or 1 yeah, for 3. 1 yeah. for 3. Jesus. That's an easy one. What was the first, since we've had some video game stuff today, what was the first Star Wars title released by Lucasfilms Games? Uh, X-Wing uh, versus TIE Fighter. Mm. Yeah. X- so X-Wing pilot? Period. X- That's it. Full stop. X-wing. Just X-Wing. X-Wing. Oh, okay. You can, okay. Lito, you can have the point for that because you were so quick to be like this. <laughs> Okay. It is a flight simulator. Right. Yeah. That was awesome. That was only and on PC, right? Yes, Correct. it was. It was CD-ROM format only. Yeah, um, my brother played that. And Lucasfilm right. Games only started making content for Star Wars in 1993, despite the fact the company was set up in 1982. Hmm. Interesting. So it took them a long time to get around to using the Star Wars like rights that they had the rights to because they were the game studio did i think it, x-wing came out then tie fighter came out then x-wing versus yes. tie fighter yes. now i remember i had sorry and it's it been 40 years but 30 years nuclear <laughs> yeah the kids were obsessed they were obsessed yeah my cousin had um tie fighter and so that was pretty cool you get to do yeah you get to do some cool stuff mm-hmm. you know so i never I actually like played those well, like the home computer wasn't like a, it wasn't a, you know, not a lot of people had computers even mm. when those games were out. So that was like a newer thing. You had to pay the thousands of dollars to get one of those, then <laughs> go to a PC store where you're going to find one of those. Oh my God. Comp USA, man. Comp- <gasps> <laughs> that store was awesome. There you go. Good old Curry's and PC world for the Brits out there. Oh, it was a time before it became Curry's PC World, and now it's just Curry's. <laughs> Dang, I think all we have now is Micro Center, and it's out like hour drive from here. Right. And Best uh, Buy. Oh, does Best Buy sell that kind of stuff still? Nah, yeah, I don't know. I haven't been in a Best Buy in a minute. So you I guys have, are on two for four. That's 50%. Well done, well done. All right, uh, we're done. All right. Uh, see you next time. We are episode. not done. <laughs> we are not done. There are two more questions, you eager beavers. Oh, my goodness. What is the name of the cancelled Star Wars video game that was set to feature Boba Fett as the main character? Oh, 1313. 
There we go. See, I knew. I thought I'd put an easy one in just for you guys. (laughs) And we'll see you guys next week because we're we're winning. That's easy. No, three out of three out of four ain't bad. Three out of four is not bad at all. The (laughs) final question is, including Star Wars Outlaws, how many Star Wars games have been released with Lucasfilm games since 1993? Oh man, it's a good, it's a great question. I was thinking about this earlier, actually. And the answer has already been said in this episode. What? It has. This episode or during trivia? This episode. Oh. Wait, because we've said that? We, we you, asked... you have said the answer to this question. Who, me? No, Johnny. Dang it. John, revert, I rewind did. everything you said. <laughs> All right, guys, give me an hour and <laughs> <laughs> I'll listen to the episode and I'll find the answer. Really? Um, let's Set see here. Answer. How many games? How many Star Wars games? Star Wars games. Oh, he right. Said, yeah. He just said 13. No, there's got to be more than that. God. Um, I'm trying to like just count my head. That's not going to happen. No. No. I said it though? What did I say it about? I'm yeah. not telling you that because you'll can figure you, it out. Can you dial him in a little bit? That was sneaky. <laughs> You're sneaky. Stop it. I am. I know. Um, hmm. Huh. What did you talk about, John? I don't know. I, I I'm gonna guess, I guess, because I can't. Well, just guesses? think about just think about this, John. If you get this wrong, that means we're back to fifty percent, right? Oh well, then I'll let you answer it. That way, I don't fuck it. I mean, screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> are we back to fifty percent? Because what what are we? Or are we still gonna be positive? Uh, no. Oh, wait, we're th- we're at three out of. Wait. Oh, I can do math. Remember. Three out of five. Yeah, at three out of five. Okay. Yeah. So. So we'll be. So we're good. So we already. We already. Oh. Beat. Yeah. The letter. So, so there's so no pressure. Can't. No pressure. Is there no multiple pressure. choice? There is not multiple choice, and I will not accept closest answer either. Okay. Um. Damn. I can't even like begin to count them in my head. I'm going to say it's got to be, well, let's see. I have a couple on the wall. One, two. How many LucasArts games? <laughs> it's got to be at least five. <laughs> at least six on my walls. LucasArts uh, licensed games is what you're saying. Yes. Is this like, oh, is this before EA? Yes. It must yeah. be. Right. Okay. Oh, wait. So the Jedi Academies does work, right? Mm-hmm. Let's break it down. X-Wing. Ooh. Tie Fighter, X Wing versus Tie Fighter. We're gonna be here a while. Dark Forces, Dark Forces Forces Two, two. Dark. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on. There's uh, Jedi Assault. Mm. Right. Pod racing. Pod racing. Uh, All the prequel games. (laughs) Kotor. Kotor Two. Um. Right, no, bell, enough bell, now, bell, enough. I'm ringing, I'm ringing the bell. I'm going to say, like, wait, let me at least guess. I want to do at least a guess. Okay, uh, you can both have a guess. 35. You are very wrong. Next. Oh, oh boy. Um, I want to say 20. You are also very wrong. 60. No. Correct answer is a 120. Oh, Jesus. 120? Yeah, I figured oh. it would be a high number. When did I say 120? Because it's our 120th episode today. Oh, Jesus. What a hint, Charlie. And I'm just like, boom, 
way over my head. <laughs> sneaky, Damn. sneaky. Damn, those were hard. That was a really not, hard one. Those were not hard. A hard <laughs> to me is when you don't get any of them right. You got like 50. You got 50%. Yeah, you were three out of five. So just three out of six. Three out of six. Yeah, three out of six. So yeah. Hard is you getting 0%. I need to do better. I need to work harder. <laughs> no, I like the... Uh, I need to the, get them all right. I need to get them all right. I need to get them all right. I need to. <laughs> okay. So, we suck. Yep. We need to do... Excellent. We need to, at least, at the very least, next time we have to go six out of six. We can't at go least. any less. I at the very it. least. <laughs> I'm going to study. <laughs> what study all of Star Wars? <laughs> I might not be able to see anymore, but I'll know yeah. everything in a week. What's the third <laughs> word in the second to last movie, Star Wars movie? <laughs> Charlie, go. <laughs> no clue, mate. No clue. <laughs> all right. Well, we all wanted it and we got it. Trivia. <laughs> If you guys want more trivia next week, please do let us know. If you yes. want less, if you want more, if you want harder questions, easier questions, let me know. We never did our 100 uh, trivia questions episode. For episode 100. Yeah. So, put that uh, out there. Challenge accepted. Let's wait till we get to 1,000 episodes and there then do 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> Only if they're easy. At least, if at least 999 of them are easy. Who wrote Star Wars? <laughs> Who plays ah. Luke Skywalker? Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller? <gasps> yeah. Wow. Big role. Big role. Mark Ruffalo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. We are busting out of here i think right right we are indeed it's late all right well welcome back to us um and we'll be back next week and if you want to yell at us or say hi or make fun of us or be nice or whatever hit us up at clone army radio on the socials or clone army radio at gmail.com or if you want to bother charlie you can all come and bother me at Running Bats Jacko on Instagram. Very also, it's really nice to be back. I've missed all of you. Loads. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Ooh, I wonder if. Oh. Uh, I wonder if Rural Farm Boy got 100%. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Why? All right. We will catch you all next time. May the Schwartz be with you. May the Schwartz be witches. May the Schwartz be with you. That's easy! Admiral Vietnam.